Adam, it's time to consider our next round of candidates for our three-room apartment. This is tough. It's always tough. Once again, we explained in our last episode that we're using a slightly new procedure and that we're doing a, an introductory poll where we give listeners and members of the GBI the opportunity to vote for one candidate that gets in no matter what you and I discuss. Yeah. Our first candidate was nominated by me, actually. Oh. Peter Mayhew, who became known to fans worldwide as the lovable Wookiee Chewbacca in the Star Wars galaxy of films, died Tuesday in his North Texas home with his family by his side. Mayhew had undergone spinal surgery in July in an effort to improve his mobility. He was 74. Mayhew had done some minor acting and was working as a hospital orderly when he tried out for the part of Chewbacca. I love stories like this. Same. He got the role based on his physique. He was very tall. As writer-director, George Lucas was in desperate need of someone who, who would be able to play taller than Darth Vader. In his prime, Mayhew stood seven foot three. After wrapping the first Star Wars, he went back to work as an orderly and did not leave the job for good until the release of Return of the Jedi. After which, he made a living off of Chewbacca, becoming a favorite on the fan convention circuit. While Mayhew did not provide the voice of the 200-year-old Wookiee, many credit his body language and expressiveness of the eyes the actor uh, brought to the role, making Chewbacca a beloved character. So, Adam, Peter Mayhew was an absolute landslide winner in today's intern choice poll, so he is automatically admitted and will join Hal Blaine and Dick Dale to complete our eighth apartment. Dude, what an apartment. (laughs) How about that? But ha- having said that, do you have any? Do you have a dissenting opinion on Peter Mayhew? Of course not. I mean, okay. Peter Mayhew. Well, I will tell you that John McKay, who you have met and yeah. been on the show with, had a very strong reaction to the idea of Peter Mayhew getting into an apartment. Why? I don't know. He just he just thinks it just because Chewbacca was the only thing that he did, and that's not enough. Come on, one of the biggest franchises of all time. Well, regardless of what uh, John thinks, he was the in, the winner of the intern's choice poll, so he will fill out our eighth apartment. Nice. That's a good apartment. Yeah, it is. All right, let's see if we can kick off our ninth apartment. This nomination comes from Dave Champa, and Dave beat me by one hour because I suggested this person as well. John Singleton, a versatile director a versatile director who made a splash with Boys in the Hood and went on to a variety of projects, including Too Fast, Too Furious, has died after suffering a stroke. He was 51. That is only six years older than me. The director, who had been in a coma since suffering a stroke on April 17th, died a couple of weeks later. In 1992, at the age of 24, Singleton became the youngest person to ever receive an Oscar nomination for Best Director for Boys in the Hood, a film on his experience growing up in South Central Los Angeles. He also was the first African-American to be nominated in that category. He wrote the screenplay for Boys in the Hood while attending the cinema school at USC, winning various awards while a student that led to his signing with Creative Arts, ah, Creative Artists Agency, the Powerful Talent Agency. Singleton works steadily in a variety of genres, directing dramas like Rosewood and Baby Boy, a remake of Shaft starring Samuel L. Jackson, and the action vehicle Too Fast, Too Furious, the first sequel in the Fast and the Furious franchise in 2003. Okay, Adam. 
I know John Singleton by name. Obviously, I'm familiar with Poison the Hood. I uh, didn't know he was involved in the Fast and the Furious franchise, and I couldn't name anything else that he did besides that. If I'm totally honest, I'm on the fence about this one. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he meets our criteria, if we're being honest. It's a tough one, man. So, I personally, if I'm casting a vote, I'm not voting for John Singleton to get into an apartment. If you disagree, I'll go with you, but I don't think he gets in. No, I think he's amazing. I don't think he's in the apartment. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, John Singleton does not get in, and we have yet to kick off our ninth apartment. We have one more candidate, and it's brought to us by Brad Cranford. John Havlicek. Do you recognize that name? Oh, man, that it sounds very familiar. Hold on. Oh, let's see. Ah, the basketball player. The Boston Celtics announced Thursday night that John Havlicek, one of the greatest players in the history of one of the sport's most decorated franchises, died at 79. Havlicek had been suffering from Parkinson's disease. Russell, Bill Russell, took to Twitter late Thursday to salute Havlicek, calling him not just a teammate and a great guy, but he was family. Here's a little bit about John Havlicek. And I feel like, not to load this conversation, but when I get done, that you might have a similar reaction to him that you did to Ted Lindsay, if you remember. Okay. Havlicek played all of his 16 NBA seasons with the Celtics, winning eight championships, including one in each of the first four seasons of his career. Havlicek was one of 10 players in NBA history to make at least eight all-NBA teams and eight all-defensive teams. The other nine are Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Hakeem Olajuwon, Michael Jordan, David Robinson, Kevin Garnett, Gary Payton, and Chris Paul. Havlicek remains Boston's franchise leader in games played, points, and field goals made, and is second in assists and is fifth in rebounds. He ranks fourth behind Dirk Nowitzki, uh, Kobe Bryant, and Tim Duncan in points scored by a player who spent his entire career with one NBA franchise. The Celtics called Havlicek the face of many of the franchise's signature moments. Only two players, Celtics teammate Bill Russell and Sam Jones, have won more championships in NBA history. His defining traits as a player were his relentless hustle and wholehearted commitment to team over self. He was extraordinarily thoughtful and generous, both on a personal level and for those in need. Adam, based on that information, does John Havlicek earn a spot in an apartment? I mean, by stats alone, he's damn near like basketball royalty. Eight championships? Yeah. I mean, you know, his career was in the 60s and 70s, you know, so it was early days of basketball. But I mean, man, if he has those kind of stats that are holding up today, everyone would have known him. He would have been a huge celebrity and kind of like, um, yeah, kind of like the same, the, the, the analogy you gave a little bit, a little bit ago. I mean, just so much winning and so much statistical prowess, you know? Well, and if you notice, the list, the small list of players that he is on for some of those distinctions spans 
all generations. I mean, and that's what I mean, yeah. I mean, what, one of these lists includes Chris Paul, who's still an active player. <laughs> right. Not to mention players like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Dirk Nowitzki. I mean, he's in the best of company. I didn't hear LeBron there. <laughs> no, you did not. Not in any of those lists. It wasn't a competition in quitting. So, <laughs> um, No, J- John Havlicek would have failed miserably at quitting. <laughs> yeah, 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 he was not superlative. I, I think that in the basketball arena, um, he just died. And I feel like in his day, he would have been a huge celebrity because everybody would have known him in the sports world. Well, I think they did. I, I think, yeah. I think he That's was, what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, eight championships? Good Lord. Yeah, I think John Havlicek is an absolute, is the definition of a no-brainer admittance into an apartment. Yeah, he's in. Okay, great. Well, then he will occupy the first room in our ninth apartment. Nice. So, for now, our work is done here. If you'd like to nominate someone for consideration or vote on an existing candidate, you can do that by joining the Gravity Beard interns on Facebook and search Interns Choice Poll. Find us on Twitter by searching at The Gravity Beard. You can share your thoughts via our hotline. That number is 321-465-2180. Thank you to our friend Phil Rude for the illustration we use for our episode art. For my pal, Lord Saunders, I'm your co-host, Toaf. This has been Three Room Apartment, a Gravity Beard production. We'll see you next time. Have a good one, everybody. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at Podfix on Twitter, official underscore Podfix on Instagram, at Podfix Network on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.